Blog Talk Radio. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. Coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. So join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That is area code 914-803-4131. If you're uh, listening during the live broadcast, you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Go to the episode page. And if you have your free blog talk radio account, uh, you can join us in the chat room. And we can, uh, you can leave your comments and questions there, and I will respond to them as I get to them. Uh, if you are listening, you can also call in the show at the phone number that I listed, 914-803-4131. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you could always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Uh, if you go to liberaldan.com, you can find all of the places where you can find me online. Uh, if you want to support the show, there are many different ways that you can do that. I'll get into that later. Uh, but for right now, this week's headlines. In COVID news, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is approved for emergency use, giving us more weapons in the battle against COVID, but not the battle against stupidity. More on that later. The Senate parliamentarian ruled against increasing the minimum wage being contained in the COVID relief bill. If the Democrats had a spine, they would simply remove the parliamentarian like the Republicans did in the case of Robert Dove. He ruled in a way that they didn't like, and they gave him the axe. Unfortunately, the Democrats don't have the spine needed to do what the Republicans would clearly do if they were in power. In reading news, Dr. Seuss Enterprises will be shelving six books because of insensitive imagery. Between that and the new potato head marketing, conservatives will need to see a real doctor to treat their aneurysms. Fortunately, Joe Biden's in office, and you'll be able to use your Affordable Care Act into the future. In voting rights news, newest Associate Justice Barrett asked the GOP lawyers in a recent Supreme Court case why they had an interest in the voting rights case in Arizona. The GOP lawyer stated that if you overturn the Arizona restrictions on voting, it puts them at a disadvantage to the Democrats. Couldn't have said it better myself. In New York news... Governor Cuomo said that he is sorry and embarrassed, but he did not touch anyone inappropriately and won't be resigning. Maybe during a pandemic, it would be a good thing for the person running the state to not be distracted by a harassment allegation. Maybe it's time to step aside while investigations pan out. You know, do it for your state. 
And that's this week's headlines. Now, I did want to talk about the Cuomo thing a little bit because, you know, he, he needs to be investigated clearly. There are, you know, when people come forward, and, and a lot of people like to word this, women shouldn't be able to listen to. And yeah, there's a large ton of people who are women who are victims who do need to be listened to. But you know, I like to try and say, you know, that, that there are folks who are non-binary who I'm sure have been harassed in the workplace. There are men who have been harassed or in the workplace and outside the workplace. And all of them are victims and all of them should be listened to. If you listen to my podcast a few weeks ago, I talked about the, the, the Marshall Plan for Moms. And I was like, you know, there are, while m- moms, women may be disproportionately impacted by the pandemic, uh, you, you don't want to leave out other people who are also affected by the pandemic. You know, and I, I haven't had anybody yet explain to me why that name was, was my criticism of, why my criticism of the name was not valid. So it goes with this. We do need to listen to people who are coming forward and alleging that they are victims of harassment, of sexual assault, etc. cetera. Uh, you, you should not take somebody's, like maybe somebody once lied about being harassed or being assaulted. And, and those, that could be dealt with in the wash, right? You know, you wash, you go through, you investigate. If there are holes in the case that don't add up, then the case gets put. There are plenty of legitimate cases that have been put to the side too, but that's the problem in our society is we don't listen enough to people who are coming forward and telling us that they are victims. We don't do a good enough job listening to those people who do come forward. Um, but, but the reason why Cuomo should step aside and not is, is not necessarily because we're going to immediately assign guilt on him. And that's not the case at all. You know, guilt can only be assigned by courts and the guilt can only, yeah, guilt can only be assigned by the courts and, you know, we'll let the legal process play out whether or not he should be punished under the law. But like, let, let, I want to use a sports analogy because I used to be of the opinion that I thought it was unfair that, that an athlete, let's say, especially a football player, specifically American football for anybody who might be listening across the pond. But I guess it could maybe also apply to uh, what we would call soccer or European football or rugby or any type of match where you have to pay attention. I used to think it unfair that somebody would lose their livelihood simply based off of an allegation. But, you know, and that, yeah, that used to be my stance on the issue, but I've changed my stance since then in that, you know, if you are, especially in football, but maybe in other, other places too, you need to be paying attention to what's going on around you. In football, they often say you need to have your head on a swivel. You need to be able to look, watch out for the person rushing behind you. You, have to, you can't be distracted by anything on the field. Things that you do while distracted could cause yourself harm. It could cause other people harm. So that's the reason why it's good that people who are accused of something that's drastic and, you know, terrible, you know, maybe they do need to be sat on the bench. Why? Because if they're distracted, they could be a danger to themselves and others. So this isn't sports, this is governing. But if Governor Cuomo is distracted by uh, this, these allegations, and he's having to spend more time having to talk about these allegations and, not, and less time 
focusing on what needs to get done in order for his state to be protected by COVID, especially when you have a lot of people out there who are not wanting to follow the rules. And, you know, you have, you're, you're dealing with a lot of, maybe, maybe there's less idiots in New York, but I doubt that that much less there's idiots in every state when it comes to this, this virus, but you need to make sure that you ha- you're on your A game and you need to make sure that ever- all of the governors are- have their heads in it. And I'll be talking a little bit more about that after the break. Um, but especially with, with, the, with the people who are idiots. And now is a good time as any to play. This week's hypocrites of the week are the All Lives Matter folks who refuse to wear masks or socially distance. If you really believed that all lives mattered, you'd wear a mask, but you refuse to saying that life is short and people die every day. So you can't say all lives matter when you take that callous look on life. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune into Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And there you go. They're, they are the Hypocrites of the Week. Um, and I just understand. I If you go to my TikTok, uh, TikTok.com or it's at Liberal Dan Radio on TikTok. If you go over to my TikTok and you see my videos today, I've been dealing with a lot of these COVID idiots today. People who just are willfully ignorant. We have a lot of stupid people out there and we need leadership in government who is going to take it seriously, who, who can be focused on the issues that are needed to be focused on without any distractions. And the allegations that by three people that you were acted, acting inappropriately as governor, even, you know, with, with subordinates, with other people, you know, if you have power and they didn't. And that, that's, a, that's a big thing that a lot of people don't understand is that when you have power, it doesn't matter that the person is, you know, legal. I mean, if they're not legal, then that's a whole completely different issue altogether. But if they are of age where they normally could consent, but yet you have lots of power over them, it's very then difficult to discern whether or not they are acting because they truly wish to consent or if they wish to, uh, or if they're doing it because they feel pressured by the power uh, that, that your office holds. And that can be brought up with a lot, you know, Democrats, Republicans, et cetera. You know, and, you know, he is a Democrat and I've liked how he dealt with Trump a lot of times. And, and I think, you know, he has his issues when it comes to the other uh, issues dealing with the numbers of, from the nursing homes and whether or not those are correct and whether it was purposefully misleading or not. I don't have enough information really to comment on that fully, but here's the thing. Um, if he's distracted by all these things, he's going to be less effective as a governor. And if he's less effective as a governor, what does that mean? That means that, he's, that, that he potentially is putting more people in his state at risk because he can't focus on what needs to be focused on it. And if you're putting more people at risk, you can't do an effective job. And if more people die, that's squarely on your shoulders. And Cuomo will then take responsibility if these distractions or should take responsibility if these distractions and him not resigning lead to more deaths in the state of New York. So anyway, Let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Come back taking your calls as well. 914, well, that's the wrong thing. There we go. Come back and take your calls as well. 914-436-7900. 914-436-7900. 
That's area code 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Day Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? (laughs) Catch you on the tune. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Damanok, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budget Ears is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? 
Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's uh, 914-803-4131. And you can also join us in the chat room uh, blog at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Come to the episode page and sign in with your free blogtalkradio.com account. And you can join us in the chat, leave your comments and questions, etc., uh, if you want to support the show, if you can't afford to do any financial support of the show, uh, the best thing you could do, uh, subscribe here, follow me here with your free blogtalkradio.com account, go to YouTube, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.liberaldan.com, uh, follow my TikTok as well, uh, follow me on Twitter, go, follow me everywhere you can on social media. That is the best way to support the Liberal Dan podcast. Uh, if you can't afford to spend money, if you can, uh, there is always the Patreon. It's again, patreon.liberaldan.com. Or you can go to liberaldan.com. If you, can, if you don't want to contribute monthly, you can go to buymeacoffee.com. Actually, I call it buy me a cider on my button. Go to liberaldan.com. Just click on the buy me a cider button. And you can uh, one time or frequently, or more frequently than that, uh, contribute to the show that way as well. Uh, after the end of the first commercial break, we typically hit this other segment. So without further ado. And now, words of redneck wisdom brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. First of all, we should have had the lockdown in the beginning, but this whole lot prolonged lockdown is a joke. The masks are a joke. They want us to wear them until 2022. More people have died of COVID, the Chinese virus, than the ones who didn't wear it. And Fauci just wants it till 2022 because guess what? More elections. But I'm going to tell you, they're going to they're gonna make mandatory mail-in ballots. But you know the one thing everybody's forgetting? You see this team uh, she do? Uh, the Chinese Olympics, Jeff. What, what do you think is going to happen, Jeff? Was Chinese punished because of what they did and kill all, uh, what they did around the world with the China virus? You got to be a total moron, scarecrow, if the only head of brain person to go to China. You don't think they're going to release another virus, Jeff? Think about it. Then she's just sitting back because then everybody's going to go back home to their countries and all that. You got to be a total moron to go to those Olympics. We got to board them anyway because of uh, their, you, you know, the humanity. And as far as the open borders. Drugs are coming in, but you know, all those poor little children, the pedophiles are happy as ever because we have a corrupt, corrupt pedophile president and we got a vice president, queen of blowing bubbles. And I'm sick of all of this. I'm really disgusted with what we have. And you know what, people? We're the ones that are going to have to fight back because the politicians are weaklings. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Left, that's right. 
And there you go. The caller by the name of Deplorable Dion on the uh, WGSO Ringside Politics Show, mornings on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com as well. If you want to check out more of the ridiculousness over there, uh, there's so much to go into in that one call. It's just crazy. First of all, I thought she was being transphobic. I, I thought she was talking about somebody else when she said that she dude, but I quickly realized that she was talking about she the head of China and calling him the she dude and not talking about a trans person. And I was just like, I was going to have to go into a whole rant about trans transphobia or the hatred of trans individuals with that. I'm sure the person doesn't is not a good person when it comes to trans folks. Don't get me wrong. I just, that's just not what this one happened to be about. Um, then but then this individual is like, oh, how, how, only an idiot would go, would go to the Olympics. Only an idiot would go to the Olympics because then you're going to bring, you know, you're going to catch another virus over there. And then you're going to bring it home. It's like there, there's a conservative group on Facebook or, or tag group on Facebook. That's like it's a conservatives running head, head first into the point and still missing it entirely or something like that. That's the name of the group. And, you know, basically. You under, she understands the reason why you wouldn't want to go to the Olympics if there was a if they had some sort of virus over there because it would bring it up. But you apply that then to the rest of the of things that you that people are doing in this country. It's the same idea. You don't want to go to Saints games. You don't want you you don't want Texas to be a hundred percent open with no restrictions because that's just going to spread the virus. So it's like they just don't get it. And of course, masks are a joke. I've spent a large chunk of this afternoon on TikTok making TikTok response videos to these idiots making the same dull point. And, and, and people will probably say, well, why are you bothering to respond to them? If you respond to them, you know, then, you know, they're just playing games with you or whatever. Maybe they are, maybe they're not, but I'm getting more views. And that's, that's the important thing. If I create more videos I, I, and more people engage with my posts, then I'm going to hopefully force the TikTok algorithms to show more of my content, get more followers, get the 10,000 that you need to get over there in order to, uh, in order to uh, you know, get monetized over there and do it that way. Plus, hopefully also advertise the rest of the liberal name platform. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with these COVIDians for me, but... Masks are a joke. No, they're not a joke. You know, you're they're the joke for not wanting to listen to the scientists. You know, they're the ones who will be like, listen to the science, like Marjorie Taylor Greene did when she put the 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 sign about you know trans individuals and there being quote only two genders. There are more than two genders. Um, and you know they'll 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 say listen to the science, but they don't listen to their own science. They don't listen to science. They don't listen to people. They what they want to. They, they, if they wanted to believe and, and understand facts, they've had a year to do so, and they won't. They're just re- putting their heads into the sand like the proverbial ostriches that they are. And then, of course, at the end, she says that the, Repub- the Republican politicians are spineless and, and they need to, quote, fight back. Well, I'm guessing she also supports the insurrection uh, that uh, that took place on January 6th. And, and there's a joke to be made about, you know, well, why did Texas decide to open everything up? You know, well, 
somebody probably believes, uh, well, if, if you allow Texas to open back up, you know, maybe people can go out and get drunk and forget about the fact that their government failed them when it came to the power grid. You know, I think a lot of these people, you know, you know the Dr. Seuss thing from the headlines, you know, these Republicans make such a big deal about these little issues, you know, in the quote culture war or whatever you want to call it, you know, that, that because they want to distract away from the horrible stuff that they're doing, like blocking COVID relief and, you know, not funding infrastructure properly so that people die during big storms because the power grid fails. But I'm sitting here in Louisiana we're smack dab between Texas and Mississippi. Mississippi, I don't think, has any restrictions currently. Texas technically has uh, a, a emergency order in place, but he's removed all the restrictions and is leaving it down, I think, to the county levels to determine what, uh, what sort of responses they're going to do based on certain metrics when it comes to tests. If you have a certain number of tests that are being done, and you have certain positivity rates, then you might be able to close down on the county levels or whatever. Look, if we were doing real honest-to-goodness testing where we were testing like everybody and we were doing contact tracing and we had a, a really good program in place nationwide, now maybe we could work on just having targeted closures when hotspots pick up. But we don't have that because that's not what our last administration left us with. So now we don't have full you know, spread of the vaccines. We don't have enough vaccines out there given. We will have enough vaccines to be given, but they're not given yet. And here's one of the things that I'm concerned about Mississippi is because Mississippi might be judging their, you know, the amount of vaccinations that Mississippi has given out. They might be doing that based on how many they've given. But I know a lot of people that have gone to Mississippi to get the vaccines because you can get the vaccine in Mississippi my age or younger, but you can't do that in Louisiana. Louisiana, you have to be like 55, you have to be 65 and older or 55 and older with another condition. Like if you're immunocompromised, you, you have to, uh, you, you can get it at 55, but there are people who are like 50 or 45 or 40 or 30 or people who are immunocompromised who are younger who can't get the shot now. And it's, it's getting ridiculous. It's one of my, one of my current big criticisms of governor Edwards, even though I would much rather have governor Edwards than governor Abbott or governor, the governor, whoever the governor of Mississippi is, I don't even remember that person's name. So you have, and here's the one thing that's so frustrating about these things, but, but in Louisiana, even that, uh, one of my other criticisms that I have of, of Edwards and even of Cantrell and Cantrell, even though we're moving into a modified phase three statewide, Cantrell still keeping it a phase two uh, because, you know, she's, I think, a little bit more responsible, uh, especially because you're at the local level. Um, and we understand everything that's around us and all the people who oppose masking and everything around New Orleans. That's probably why she's keeping it clamped down tighter than the state is requiring. But even with, with them, it's like we, we take these steps. We, we, we have these surges, and then we take these steps to clamp down and stop the surging in cases from happening, right? So we do that. And then the numbers start dropping. The hospitalizations drop. 
the positives with testing, those drop. And then what do we do? We stop doing the things that work. And then cases rise again. Lather, rinse, repeat. It's ridiculous. We shouldn't be. We should, we should have followed New Zealand's lead. New Zealand handled it right. New Zealand was like, we're going to shut everything down. You are going to be strict about it. We're shutting everything down. And we are going to make sure that this is dipped in the bud. And they had zero active cases at one point. In the middle of it, while we're struggling and surging, New Zealand had zero active cases. At which point, they were able to start doing normal things. Go Like, my sons brought me a video, and they were like, look at this, Daddy. Look at these people being irresponsible. And I was like, where are they? They're in New Zealand. New Zealand handled it right, so New Zealand can go maskless. And that's what one of the things that these maskless idiots don't get. If they would have followed strictly the requirements that were placed on us or the guidelines that were placed on us at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe we'd be at a point where even if we're not totally vaccinated against it, that we could be doing more things because less people would be having it. There'd be nobody, there would be less people out there having it as, you know, contagious. And then we wouldn't be in a rush to get the vaccines that we could do it at a, at a moderate pace and get everything, everybody vaccinated and then stop further harm from taking place. But no, they don't want to do that. It's, it's too troublesome for them. They can't think in the long term. They only think in the short term and only about themselves short term. What is a Texas Greg Abbott governor says, message from the governor, the state of Texas is strong. I don't even know if he talks like that. He might not talk like that, but, you know, I have to. We've seen in past years when tested by fire, flood, or hurricane, the Texans respond with resilience and calm resolve. And just as we overcame those challenges, we will overcome this one. No, you won't. You're not going to overcome this one because you're stupid and you're not following the requirements that we should be following. You're not clamping down on the virus. You're saying open season for COVID. When neighbors help neighbors, our resilience is redoubled. Neighbors don't help neighbors, you fool. There's no helping of neighbors, especially in Texas, where you have conservatives that don't give a crap about everybody. I'm not going to wear a mask. It's my freedom. My freedom. Emphasis on dumb. I have no doubt that Texans will continue to work together in that spirit of the covering weeks and days. And we are here to help. No, you're not. You're washing your hands of everything. Done. You're washing your hands of it. You're like... I don't want to deal with this anymore. We got to be able to go to our Applebee's. <laughs> we need to go to our barbecue joints. We need to be able to go out to the bars and do some Texas two-step. <sighs> and then Mississippi. So then I'm like, look, hey, I, I did say a tweet at, at Governor Edwards. I was like, can, can we close the borders between Texas? Because I don't want all that coming over here. It's bad enough when they drive over here because – Oof. When I was driving ride sharing and like doing Uber and Lyft and somebody asked me, who are the worst drivers in Louisiana? And I said, honestly, the ones with Texas license plates. And then I was like, where are y'all from? They're like, Texas. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but it's true. And they're like, oh, no, we know. Because they knew that Texas drivers are. But I don't want Texas drivers over here. And I don't want Texas Corona over here. Houston, I think, has every single strand of the virus. They have, they have caught every single – so they have tested people in Houston – 
every single strand of the coronavirus exists in Houston, Texas today. And guess what? They're open for business, guys. We're going to go have ourselves a rootin' tootin' good time out in Houston. We're going to raise hell and dig a whole bunch of graves because there's going to be a big old surge in Texas, a big Texas-sized surge because everything's bigger in Texas, don't you know? I have to do a TikTok video. I'd be like, yeehaw, welcome to Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the COVID surges that are coming. Weehoo, rootin' tootin'. Mm. And then you can take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because, it's more, because even though they might have some moral issues with the development of vaccines using fetal stem cell lines, these aren't new. These are fetal stem cell lines from like 30 years ago. Like if they would have banned abortion and eliminated, completely eliminated every single abortion from taking place, which they'll never do with bans, by the way, um, if, even if they were able to do that, you'd still have those stem cell lines. And they'd still be in use. So it's like saying that you can't use a stem cell is like saying you can't use a donated kidney. It's ridiculous. But, you know, it's their faith. It's their religion. And believe what you wish, I suppose. But this, the Louisiana Catholics, like the Archdiocese of New Orleans, was like double downing on the whole, you know, you really shouldn't get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Much more strict, much more stringent than what the Vatican said. And I was like, I mean, I was raised Jewish. I don't know. I know enough, I think, about Catholicism just by what I've read about. I didn't think that an archbishop could trump a pope. I mean, I forget what my other friend who has a show on WGSO, I forget what he said, uh, how he described uh, Christ's vicar, I think I want to say. Is that what it's called? He's Christ's vicar. I, I could have that wrong. I could absolutely, absolutely have that wrong. Who knows? But, he's, but the Pope's interpretation of, of the law is supposed to be infallible. Follow him, because it's divinely inspired. But here's the Archbishop of New Orleans, like, nope, don't want to take the Johnson & Johnson one. It was like, only in a dire emergency should you take the Johnson & Johnson one. Just take the damn vaccine that's available to you. Stop forcing people to, to, to believe something that something is harmful when it's not. It's ridiculous. I was raised Jewish. The idea of pikuach nefesh, nefesh is, is, is a Hebrew term. Basically, from my remembering of it, it's just doing good deeds, like helping the world. Tikkun olam is helping the world. Sorry. Again, I'm rusty with my Hebrew. But Saving a life is important. It's the most important thing you can do under Jewish law. So that's why I don't understand why you can think Catholicism, they would tell you, don't get this vaccine. Judaism was like, get the vaccine, and if, you're, if your vaccine appointment's on Saturday, go get it on Saturday, because that's okay too, because you're saving a life, and saving a life is more important than following a law. That's the most important law, saving a life. I don't get it. Before the end of this segment, though, I do want to talk about one thing, and that is, you know, pertaining to these COVIDians and the maskless folks. And, you know, if I know one thing about my little brother, the host of the Most Nimbus Ocean, the Percy podcast, he is also somebody who doesn't take no shit when it, sorry, when it comes to COVID-19 and, and, and masking up and being responsible and being socially distanced. He and Lady Osh got the Rona. And not only did they get the Rona, 
Nimbus Yosh, the host of most, my little brother, he had to go to the hospital. He had pneumonia. He almost had a collapsed lung. Because these COVID idiots, it's like I'm getting to the point where I just want to start punching the bit. I'm not going to because I don't want to get arrested. I don't want to go to jail. I want to be able to provide for my family. But it's just enraging that these people are so irresponsible. There was some article on, on I think, on one of the Facebook pages, one of the news organizations about Black Spring Break or whatever. And last week I was worried about regular Spring Break. And, you know, of course, when they talked about Black Spring Break, you have all the white folks like, well, it's got to be Black Spring Break. Isn't that just reverse racism? No. Because y'all white people, especially like in Mississippi, where Black Spring Break is often held in Biloxi, uh, you've you've made it so that black black people don't want to hang out with y'all. So they're doing their own thing. They're going to do their own thing without y'all. But I'm still going to criticize Black Spring Break, not because it's Black Spring Break, but because it's Spring Break in the middle of a COVID pandemic. Wait until damn next year and party your hearts out. But these people that are all acting irresponsible. So my kids, what we were walking there. If you, if you, my other TikTok, my nerdydan.com TikTok, I shared a video. Uh, we did go out in a public area, uh, avoiding people as, as best as we could because there wasn't a crowd. If there was a crowd, we would have stayed it clear. But the nutmobile from Planters Peanuts was outside of this hotel. So we took pictures, uh, socially distanced pictures of the nutmobile. We took pictures of socially distanced of the planter's man, Mr. Peanut. And uh, so I took, took a video of that. And, but we did see somebody, a bunch of people walking down the street, uh, and they were not wearing masks. And, you know, while technically you don't, if you're alone and you're not near anybody and you're outside, you probably don't have to wear a mask. But we still put masks on anyway to be better to be too safe than not safe enough. So the kids are like, they must be Trump supporters. And I'm like, you know, it's funny that they say that. It's re- it is really funny that they say that. However, big however, you, uh, it's not always the case. There are definitely people who are more liberal-minded who are doing things that are not, they're not supposed to be doing either. So it's not just the Trump supporters that are being ridiculous. It's mostly the Trump supporters that are being ridiculous. So it's a safe bet on their part. Okay, let's go ahead and take another commercial break. Come back, take your calls as well, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. 
because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen. And follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. (laughs) Catch you on the tunes. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat, and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. That's letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. Coming out of this break, uh, we do have a new bit, so to speak, on this show. Uh, If you remember, Amber Petrovich from Just Money uh, was on the show a while back talking about 
all of the stuff going on with GME and all that good stuff. Uh, she is always bringing you stock advice and other market stock advice, market advice, and other general economic commentary over on her TikTok channel. Her website will be launching soon, but I am proud and happy to be able to share with you the this week's installment of the Just Money Minute. This is Amber Petrovich, a.k.a. Just Money, covering finance and investing in the Just Money Minute. Now, nobody wants to pay more taxes, but what about if those taxes are just on the ultra-rich 1%, you know, the ones who control the government and corporations and own about 40% of America's total wealth? Elizabeth Warren proposed a wealth tax earlier this week, which admittedly would be incredibly difficult for the IRS to enforce because, let's face it, how do you tax someone on a Picasso or their diamond-plated golf club collection? Now, Biden is also proposing a tax increase. He wants to raise the cap gains tax rate to the income tax level, but only for those with net income above $1 million. He also wants to raise the highest tax bracket back to 39%, what it was before Trump lowered it. Now, spare me the cries of stop punishing capitalism, because right now, unrained capitalism is punishing everyone who is not in the top 10%, whether that's because of stagnant salaries, stifled competition, or sky-high housing prices. This has been the Just Money Minute, Build Wealth, Fight the Wealth Gap. And that is the Just Money Minute uh, from Amber Petrovich. Uh, if you want to follow her on TikTok, it's at just underscore money one on TikTok, or she's at Amber Rose on Twitter. You can follow her there. And once the website is up and running, we'll be talking about all that good stuff too. So just remember, uh, Liberal Dan Radio is not a financial advisor. Uh, I always urge you to go ahead and do your due diligence and talk to your financial advisor uh, when making money moves uh, to make sure that those moves are right for you, your portfolios, and your risk tolerance. So, but you, know, you should, she has some good information. I would definitely listen to her. Um, she's, she knows her stuff. So definitely, I will give her that. Um, and and it's, it's definitely a good place to go for more resources. The more you know, the more you know. Do, 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 do. Anyway, so um, I do want to give a shout out again also to, again, little brother, uh, host of the most Nimbus Yosh of the Percy Podcast. I do hope you feel better. Uh, get out of that hospital. Mind your butter. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, know, he know what it is, and he, he do what it do. Um, <laughs> we have something potentially planned, too, and it's, if, if it works out, it's going to be hilarious. I feel safe mildly talking about it now because I don't think anybody's listening at the moment, but, uh, you know, if, if it works out, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's really going to be great, but I, uh, I, uh, first things first, get better, my little bro. Otherwise also want to give a shout out to Demonox, X Demonox on Twitter, world according to Knox, another good podcast to listen to. And, of course, to my good friend and buddy Cesar out in California, the second uh, Liberal Dan Radio Patreon. Thank you for your support of the show. And shout out to you and your beautiful family, your very cute daughters that we were very lucky to meet uh, when we went out to California prior to this pandemic crap. Um, two things I did want to talk about. Yeah, I, I wanted to, before ending the show, first of all, the – Kids, um, you know, everyone was critical of the kids in cages under Trump. And then people are like, well, Obama put kids in cages, too. I was like, well, Obama was wrong for whatever it is that he did. But 
Trump took whatever Obama did and put it on steroids, right? Okay, so here's Biden opening up these, you know, you can see they're, they're not cages, they're rooms, and they have bunk beds, so they look much more comfortable than cages were. So there's that. Um, not that I think that these kids should be in this sort of setting either. There should be a better setting for them. But according to um, this website, this is from about a week ago, uh, Biden pledges that border shelter for teens, quote, won't stay open very long. So he, he's saying that it's temporary and they're trying to uh, move it so that kids can be housed um, in a facility that's licensed uh, basically to a, a better situation and not just not those um, saying that the alternative was sending the children back on a dangerous journey to their home countries or releasing them into the United States without properly, properly vetting their potential sponsor. So you, you do, if you're going to have these people, these kids living with people, obviously you need to vet the sponsors, obviously, but you know, and obviously it's better that they're not in cages, but I am going to be, I'm sure as every, a lot of other people are, you know, this is hopefully going to be a, 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 when I find new information, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast each and every week, because I think it is very important to talk about this. And it's very important that we keep government honest, because just because government's run by people that we like better, and I'm sure some of the people that are being critical of this don't like Biden at all still. They just held their noses and voted for Biden. That was not me. I like Joe Biden. I think he's a good person. I think that he is somebody who is trying to do the right thing, given the really horrible situation that he was handed off because of the last four years. But I still want to keep him honest, keep him on the right path, and make sure that mistakes or, or purposeful actions that are wrong, just, you know, it's not a mistake that they're put in there, but I mean, it, it, it needs to be temporary. It needs to be taken care of quickly. And we need to make sure that, that these kids that are here are, are put in a better situation, what they're in now, even though what they're in now is still better than what it was before. So we're going to still keep an eye on this. We're going to hold, I want to hold my side's politicians to good standards as well as holding the other side to standards as well. So there's that. So I'm going to keep on that as much as I can look up, as much as I can find, I will share. Obviously if I can't find any more information, maybe I won't share it in a particular week, but I I see me talking about this for a longer amount of time than just, you know, a one-off in an episode. It's probably going to be a, a small segment in each episode until it's resolved. So we're going we're gonna to keep an eye on this. This is going to be one thing that I, I'm going to want to look at because, again, I want to make sure that Biden's doing things that are right. And I will be critical of the Biden administration anytime it does wrong. Because even though Biden is clearly much better than Trump, and he's proven that already, it's still our responsibility to, to keep their feet to the fire. Now, that doesn't mean that the criticisms of Biden are all good, because there's there's still those people. Well, if we could bomb, if we could bomb people, why can't we write checks? Well, I'm sorry, but you don't understand how government works. Government's very, you know, Biden had the authority to and the funding for a military operation. Don't, that was passed. It's in the budget that he he can 
he has the funds to go do an operation as commander in chief, and he has the authority as commander in chief to do it. So it's not that they're prioritizing bombing people over these checks. When it comes to these checks, Biden can't just write these checks. I'm sure if he could write these checks, he would have already. But the spending, that spending needs to specifically be approved by Congress and hasn't been approved yet. Why? Because Republicans are blocking normal passage mechanisms, and as such, we need to pass it via reconciliation. However, reconciliation, again, needs to follow a certain set of standards, a certain set of rules and guidelines to to follow, and they actually have to follow them in order for it to happen. They have to dot all our I's and cross all their T's and make sure that they are doing it right. And they're targeting a March, I think, 12th or 14th target date. And the reason that's the date, everyone's like, well, why are they waiting to March? Not waiting till March, but they want want to try and get it done by a particular day in March because they want it passed before unemployment runs out. That's why they're talking about March. So, but and hopefully and it looks like they will get it done in time. Even though QAnon believers think Donald Trump will be inaugurated again March 4th. For some reason, they believe that Donald Trump is going to be our president tomorrow. And they believe that, and, and it is, they obviously are so crazy that they think that, there's, that they want to have more uh, domestic violence. They want to do another attack against the Capitol. Let's see, others have renewed their Pledge of Allegiance to Q, anonymous poster who purports to be a Trump advisor and their leader. Uh, they have tried to rationalize Biden becoming president. Uh, they say that Biden and Trump are working together and that even Trump and Biden have somehow switched bodies. They are now looking to March 4th as next big watershed moment, according to Vox. Uh, they believe that Trump will be inaugurated. There are threats. There are, the department has said in a statement that while it cannot provide more details about the nature of the plot, that it is taking the intelligence seriously and has made significant security upgrades at the Capitol, including establishing a fence perimeter and increasing manpower. So basically, more troops are going to be uh, in Washington, D.C., and not just more troops in Washington, D.C., um, capitals, according to CNN, from three hours ago, they've increased security, and a House session was canceled amid warnings about March 4th conspiracies. Now, I don't believe that this House session being canceled has anything that will have any impact on the COVID relief bill, because I still believe it's in the Senate. I don't think it's passed the Senate. Um, I think it still needs other votes. Um, yes. Three hours ago, Senate Democrats still finishing their COVID relief bill as vote time creeps forward towards the deadline. So we still have time. Uh, we still have time. Ron Johnson is a Republican, I believe, is going to force the reading of the 600-page COVID relief bill to delay the vote. So again, these are the more of the delaying tactics. You know, these people can read it in their private time. They could go read it while they're on the can, or whatever. But obviously, they want to continue. So it's still in the Senate. So it probably won't make it out of the Senate tomorrow. And even if it does, it probably wouldn't have been discussed, I think, until the weekend. Anyway, I think that was what I've heard was that the the conversation was that it would be taking place over the weekend. So the the, the House not meeting tomorrow, I don't think will have any effect on making sure that the COVID-19 relief bill gets passed on time. Because once the Senate passes it, the House needs to meet. 
to approve the changes that the Senate made, including um, the targeting of the money so that like millionaires don't get it. And you know what? I don't care about that. I, I, I think it's fine to means test it. I think they're being generous on their means testing. You know, a family that's getting $160,000, you know, if you're getting a hundred, it's, it's, I think it's the, the whole amount, I believe is the whole amount. I think it's 75,000 where, where it starts. And then the whole amount is, I think ends at 160. So I think if you're, if you're making 150 as a family, that's when the funding starts to be less than the 1400 bucks per person. And then you move on and then, you have the, I think at 160 is when it completely tapers out. Um, I think that's fine. I don't think that's going to hurt people that, you know, really, really needed the money, but don't have it at the time there. Um, and maybe there are going to be some people that fall through the cracks. And unfortunately that does happen. And I would don't want that to happen. Um, but I think generally speaking, if, if you were making $200,000 a year, you're, you're probably okay. <laughs> and so, and, and, you know, you're probably, you know, maybe you're in a white collar position that didn't get cut because of it. I mean, there are white collar positions that did lose and it's, and it's understandable. It's fine. Um, but there have been other aids that you've been getting like increased unemployment. Um, now granted, it's not the same. You're not making your 200,000 plus this extra stimulus, but you're still getting unemployment. So it's, 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 I think, I think if you do, I think it's based off of your most recent taxes. So I believe that if you file your taxes, and I could be wrong about this, if you file your taxes before this pass, it'll go off of last year's taxes instead of the year before's taxes. So if you did lose your job and it puts you into that lower level, you could still get the money, even if in 2019 you made 200,000 bucks. Like if you made 200,000 bucks in 2019, and you made only a hundred thousand bucks in 2012, 2020, or less, then you would be able to uh, still get the relief funding because you have the most recent taxes being used, and those most recent taxes would be those. So I'd recommend that if you're reliant on whatever your income was last year uh, to get that funding, to get it filed quickly in the next couple of days, and that way you'll be able to have that money. Anyway, this is the end of this week's episode of liberal dan radio talk from left that's right i will be baby i will be back next wednesday 8 p.m central blog talk radio.com slash liberal dan also if uh you want to listen to the minicast you go to minicast.liberaldan.com patreon.com that liberal band to support the show please remember to also subscribe to my youtube channel uh, youtube.liberaldan.com you can subscribe that way uh, follow my tiktok, follow me on twitter facebook.com slash liberaldan as well you can go to liberaldan.com find all those links that are available till next week, this is Dan Zimmerman Liberal Dan Radio off from the left, that's right